Welcome back to Old Nerd Young Nerd. I'm Derek. I'm Todd. And we are back with hopefully what well not hopefully, but what should be the final episode of our Picard series. Yeah, we are this is part good. four of oh, episode ten. Hopefully, God, we're gonna finish this after four episodes. <laughs> but yeah. It it was only an hour and a half episode and it's already four episodes. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, since we're we're an hour and a half episodes, two hours of show content, apparently. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, where we left off, uh, there's not much left in the show, but there's still a lot left to talk about. So mm-hmm. Picard was in this uh, simulated environment, essentially talking with Data. Uh, he then asked Data about the simulation, to, and Data explains that his memory engrams were recovered from a single neuron salvaged by Dr. Maddox, and then his consciousness was reconstructed from that neuron by Dr. Sung, his human brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, Picard expresses his distaste for the doctor, to which Data admits that the Sungs in general are an acquired taste. Yeah. Uh, Picard then says, well, what, like whatever this is, he's glad to just be able to see Data again. And he regrets that he never expressed his love and appreciation for him while he was alive. Uh, to which Data says that just knowing of Picard's feelings makes up for... Um, a small but statistically significant part of his memories. Yeah. Uh, which he hopes brings Picard some comfort, to which Picard says it does. Which is why Data would then ask him a favor before he leaves. Picard's then confused, wondering how he can leave the simulation. Uh, Data explains that it is a simulation, but that Picard himself is not. Before his brain function sees Girardi and Sloan with help from Soji were able to scan map and transfer a complete neural map of Picard's brain substrates, whatever that is. Patterns, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a door of light opens behind Picard's chair with the classic Star Trek hiss that would be associated with like a holodeck or cargo bay door opening to reveal, um, like I said, a bright white light which is, you know, a stereotype, essentially. Yep. Uh, Picard asks if he has to go, to which Data tells him that he does. And as Picard starts to walk to the doorway, uh, he then remembers Data asked him for a favor and asked him what it was, to which Data asks him to terminate uh, what's left of his consciousness. So that's a hell of a favor. <laughs> it really is. Like, like, I thought that was like a big ask. Um and I mean, essentially, I know Data views it as like he's not dying because he's already technically dead. And he says that he he rather would live briefly knowing that his life was finite and how mortality gives meaning to human life. Well, and that was like the whole thing. It was always the um, artificial boy wanting to be a human hearkening back to the first episode of Encounter Farpoint where they're talking about um, where Riker and Data are in the holodeck talking about that uh, that the wooden boy wants to be uh, mm-hmm. human and I, I, I think this this is sort of like a bookend to that but it's a big ask you know I mean like I, I don't know how I would feel and you, know, you can always argue that um the you know like the whole thing of 
he's not really human, so it's not the same thing. But he's basically asking him to pull a plug. Essentially, That's yes. A big ask. You and know what I mean? Like, so, I, like that was a lot. But they were they were really close friends, and you know I understood where they were coming from on it. So, I, like I can I can see where they're coming from, or where where Data's coming from. But it's a big they, ask for him. Um, let's pause for a quick second. I'm gonna pause the recording. Okay. Because my dogs are freaking out. All right. So where were we? So to his point, Data, um, because I guess in this reality, one of those synthetic butterflies that his human brother created was there. He says a butterfly that lives forever is not really a butterfly at all. Yep. Um, But they also talk about, and, and you haven't gone into this, and I don't know if you're going to, so I apologize if I've interrupted, but they really go into you do not really appreciate life. And and this has been throughout um, literature, uh, a, a staple where you don't really appreciate life unless it's finite. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're going there or not, um, but I mentioned it very briefly. It's it's but it's true. Um, you know, if you're going to live forever, then having one experience or another is not necessarily unique. If a hundred years from now, 200 years from now, you might have the same experience again. So, you know, and and he goes into that and Mm -hmm. he wanted to experience that, that final death so that his, his life is finite. But I, I just wanted to put that in there because it's, it's, um, relevant in terms of, uh, what's coming up with uh, how Picard is back again? Mm-hmm. But all right, all right. So, so I'll, P- I'll, P- I'll get back to you. Picard yep. agrees to do as Data asks, <clears throat> and um, as a fire, final farewell, he says goodbye, Commander. To which Data replies, "Goodbye, Captain." And then yep. Picard walks into the light and into. A whole nother world, a new world. Well, it's technically the same. (laughs) It's sort of the same world, but it's also somewhat new uh, because he should be dead. Well, that's my my point. Yeah, I know. It's the same world, but. I know. So he wakes up inside Dr. Soong's lab. Uh, His consciousness is now inside the golem which was foreshadowed like four episodes ago. Mm-hmm. So he awakens to see Soji, Dr. Girardi, and Dr. Sung standing over him. Uh, Picard raises his hands to like shadow his eyes from the light and ask him if this is, ask them if this is real uh, to which Soji, Soji reply. Uh, sorry. He asked if he is real to which Soji replies that he is. Um, later, he's seated at a table drinking tea and wearing the clothes he died in. Uh, he asks about his new body. Dr. Girardi explains that it has no augmentations. So no no like superpowers like Soji has. Right. And that um, they added that after 94 years of being in the same body, they knew Picard wouldn't want to adjust to something different. 
uh, but the body's new and everything works. Soji added that the brain abnormality that killed him was gone forever. Then Picard um, at concernedly asked if uh, that made him functionally immortal, to which um, they say they reply that they would not have done so, knowing how Picard feels about that. And Girardi says they designed a cellular homeostasis algorithm, a way that he would r- live roughly the same number of years he would have without the brain abnormality. Right. And I know it's the future, so 94 might still technically be young. He'd probably live to be like 140. I don't know. Yeah. yeah we can never tell. I mean, with uh, modern science. But yeah, modern science. We're, we're, we're obviously, you know, from 2,000 years ago, like the average age was like 30 or 40. Right. So we'd both be dead. Or, the average or age dead, was dying in childbirth. To it. Yeah. So it's definitely um, an advancement. But yeah, uh, he did not want to live. Well, you know, they I, they never really asked him. And like, I'm wondering, I'm like, if you're 130, what's another 50 years? You know, or, or whatever. So I'm kind of curious as to how this plays out in going forward. Mm-hmm. To that point, Picard jokingly adds that he wouldn't have minded another 10 or 20 years anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. So Picard thanks Dr. Sung for the work for his work, um, remarking that he's sorry for Sung's loss because Sung wanted to transfer himself to the Gaul. But now they had both had something to lose because Picard had a promise to keep. And he did. So inside the simulation, we see Data sipping a glass of wine in an easy chair, contentedly contentedly listening to blue skies on a record player and here's my brief aside go ahead um blue skies written by irving and berlin and sung by irving berlin uh he actually if you recall sang this at the wedding reception of diana and Riker in nemesis the the fourth uh star trek next generation movie where he actually dies the final next gen movie the final well 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 so the final next gen as we know for now for now if they don't know who knows what the future will hold but yes it is the 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 latest um but it also played in the very beginning when if you may recall of picard episode one where uh they're talking and this is playing over the speakers blue skies Mm -hmm. so you know we're hearkening back to the original uh episode and we're also hearkening back to uh the the tng series where it was and it was a huge thing for uh diana and Riker to finally get married his amzadi um and it was always hinted at and that and like the the last film was always kind of like everyone was waiting for them to get married because they, you know, they will, uh, they won't they for like seven seasons. Yeah. And I mean, Deanna was actually in a relationship with war for a long uh, period of time too. um, In the last uh, season or two. So, you know, that was sort of like a, a nod to them. And obviously they, um, they meet them in the in the uh, episodes in this series where they're married and one of their children has died, but another one has lived. So, but uh, that was just my quick aside. Blue skies. Um, don't know how many people knew that. Probably a lot did. 
Um, really. That's such a small detail that maybe it's easily forgotten. But it's it's or overlooked. It, you know, if I, not I, forgotten. I thought it was kind of cool. So that it was, is cool. That was my side. So uh, going back to, I'm gonna bounce back to you. So they're sitting in uh, this this room. Yep, Data is sipping wine in an easy chair, listening to mm-hmm. blue skies. He puts a a pillow for his head and then lays down on the couch. <clears throat> and while this is happening right. in the in the real world, so to speak, Picard says that. It uh, says a great deal about data that looking at the human race with all its violence and corruption and will for will for ignorance that he could still see kindness, curiosity, and greatness of spirit. Uh, inside the simulation, data notices that he suddenly has company and there's um, a man who takes his hand as he's laying there on the couch. Picard then continues in the real world that data wanted more than anything to be part of that to be part of the human family. And he quotes Shakespeare from the original Klingon. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, He says, we are such stuff as dreams are made on and Mm -hmm. our little life is rounded with a sleep. You know, speaking of death. Right. He says this as he deactivates the simulation and as he's deactivating it, which I believe was a three button process or pulling three plugs, essentially like USBs. Right. Um, Data's timeless android face ages to that of an Slowly old man. ages, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, with, and with eyes closing, he peacefully dies with what is revealed to be a simulated Picard as the guy holding his hand, wearing his wow. inter- classic Enterprise D uniform from the series. Who then, who then folds Data's uh, hand on his lap, at which point uh, they and the rest of the simulation fade away to nothing. And data uh, and and all fans watching had tears in their eyes. Yep, because essentially Star Trek fans watch Data die twice. Yeah, this was just yeah, an extra and, kick in the nuts. Just, yeah, <laughs> but you know that's that's the great thing about fiction. You can always bring back characters, and who knows what's, what's well, especially happen science with, fiction. Yeah, where sure. you're grounded by your imagination, essentially. And speaking of science fiction, this is one of my second to last segues that I have planned in that Picard's uh, taking over of the Gollum is ironically um, the same as uh, Professor Xavier's taking over of that brain dead person in Last Stand. Which it's Patrick was actually- Stewart's calling card now. He's done it twice. Yeah. yeah, he basically comes back and becomes a synthetic being uh, in one and becomes a whole new human being in another. Now, in the movie, we don't know who it is. We just know that it's a brain-dead person. But in the comics, he was P. Xavier, the brain-dead twin brother of Xavier, when he's killed by Jean Grey. Now, obviously, he's killed by Jean Grey in the, the comics, as well as the uh, the movie, but they never really specify who this brain dead person is. In the well, comics, since he since he ended brother. up looking exactly the same, maybe we could assume it's the same twin, and they just didn't get into it. Which, right, exactly. And the only other time they actually ever bring it up was in uh, the movie Wolverine back in 2013. So 
Last Stand happened in 2006. Uh, Wolverine came out in 2013, uh, which was seven years later. And Wolverine's like, how are you still alive? And Professor Xavier says, you're not the only one with gifts. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, because he has the, the mutant healing factor, but obviously Professor Xavier came back too. So, but that was like my one kind of correlation there. It was kind of really interesting that Patrick Stewart, yeah, did play twice. Almost, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the same exact thing. And uh, I, I thought that was really interesting, but that's all I had to say on that one. But I just wanted to bring it up because it is a, it was a huge correlation between the two um, ma- major characters that uh, he's ever played. So all right, back to you. Yep. The show, <clears throat> the show essentially wraps here with Picard returning to, to the La Serena telling its crew, which now includes seven of nine and Soji that it's time to depart. He uh, asked Soji like how she worked so hard to get home and now she's leaving it behind, like why she's doing that. And she explains that she felt the urge to wander now that the, the synthetic band is lifted and she was free to do so. To which thought he replied that that was a good idea. Rios asks Picard if he's ready to leave. Picard looks around to the crew and says, engage. Engage. And you know what I thought was interesting, just another like brief segue, is that as uh, Rios is doing this, he's smoking a cigar. And I'm like, so apparently humanity has never gotten rid of tobacco. Assumingly, uh, they just cured lung cancer. Yeah. So, and just said, yeah, well, I guess, so. I guess you can. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can if like cancer is no longer an issue. Right. I guess you can. Smoke uh, all you want then, I guess. Yeah. So, but I thought that was kind of interesting, but. I I enjoyed the series as a whole. As a whole, the series was tremendous. I have two things that I talked to you in pre-pro about that that I think. I mean, one is like a most mild issue. And the other, I think, is just like something that might have added to the show that they didn't have. Right. I'll start with that. And that's having Jordy LaForge as a character. Which would have been really interesting because he uh, he was obviously in all good things where the car gets older and everything. Well, I, I mean, like the whole crew was, but he was, I think, aside from Worf, he was the only other character that was not in Picard, right? Uh, Dr. Had... Crusher as well. That's true. Yeah. And um, that was I, always I, uh, his, his love. I mean, interest. Worf yeah. and Dr. Crusher didn't necessarily have to be in it, but mm-hmm. you think since it's involving like, heavily this is data's story as much as it is picard's almost and he was dating no i friend. agree i like i don't disagree at all like i really think that that would but i think that would have uh had a whole nother set of sub stories where sure, would have i had think they were to, trying to do it you know what i mean where they were trying to and i think that's honestly my guess why he wasn't in it because well, that would have brought him my on. hope is that he's a guest star in season two at some point yeah yeah i'm kind of hoping for that too and then my um, only other my only other thing um you know my only complaint about this show really is that the golem thing was like just it's way too convenient the yeah, fact that i mean like the fact that he's <clears throat> able to like how not necessarily that they saved him. I mean, I'm I'm fine with saving him. I want more of this show, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't want less Picard. I want more of it. I love Picard. 
like I said earlier, his death, like his death as it was, would have been perfect for the character. Oh uh, no, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I just, a to me, it's a little janky that they brought him back in this like synthetic body, basically, but he has normal human strength and he still needs to like eat and sleep and. Yeah, they programmed him to die in like 20 years or whatever his natural lifespan would have been. So it's that's just a bit that was a bit much for me. But if that's my only complaint, then I'm nitpicking, really. Yeah, I mean, like I looked at it what as, you know, all this, the entire series, he was trying to save synthetic life. And lo and behold, he becomes synthetic life because they could just as well have had some kind of board procedure that would have, uh, you know, um, cured him uh, of the aromatic syndrome. But I, like, I kind of thought that was trying to put uh, like a nice bow on it and also allowing the series to continue. Well, I mean, when you put it that just, way, it does. Like, yeah. When you put it that way, it does. But that's what, it, that's what I'm looking at. It. But did you have any other things you wanted to mention? Not on the series. I'm kind of, hugely excited about season two which is Mm -hmm. coming out as we're recording this in about a month uh i I believe it airs march 1st 2022 said i do like i said i hope to see jordy laforge do have a role i would hope to see Worf and dr crusher as well oh that would be cool too yeah Yeah, maybe not all of them but it i i've always loved me some Worf. Yeah, Worf. Deep Space Nine got Deep Space Nine got great when Worf showed up. So, yeah, it, it would definitely be an interesting show, and each of them brings unique dynamics to the show. So it'll kind of be interesting um, with season two and and what direction they they bring it with uh, with Q. Because well, even I couldn't even I could ignore the 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 a campaign where everyone knows Q is going to be in season two. Well, you have but that's as um, far as I know it. You have uh, you have you have the theory though that we haven't seen the last of those Uber synthetics. No, that's that's my belief, and I don't know if Q is somehow going to play a factor in that. Or I mean, here's the thing: they could always just like explore that uh, facet in the books, which they've done before. I you know I. They've gone on different uh, tangents in the books that they've never gone to into the series because obviously there's so many different ways you can go mm-hmm. with Star Trek. Um, you can always go back and forth in time, alternate timelines, alternate universes. You know, with like the Mirror Universe, they've done that. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm kind of, I'm, you know, very hopeful for this this next season. Um, myself anything to add on this no that pretty much wraps up uh wraps it up for me all right i know this this has been like really enjoyable to do and we were talking about uh breaking down more series episodically like this moving forward rather than just talking about like a season as a whole yeah i mean i think this is really um a, a lot of people have really enjoyed these so, you know, hopefully we can do more of these in the future with uh, season two. So we'll see. Yep. So we'll get to that when we come. Um, 
I guess we're, I guess that ends the episode that ends our Picard series. Yep. For sure. Uh, for now. For now. Until season two. Yes. So until right. then, um, make sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Old Nerd Young Nerd. And as always, I'm Derek. And I'm Todd. And remember, normal, normal is, is the, the new boring. boring. Thanks, folks. Thanks for listening, everybody.